Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. I'm Mark Anthony, and this is Demolition News Radio, episode 95. In this episode, extraordinary in name only. You're listening to Demolition News Radio. Yesterday morning, while I was still sat in bed at the St George's Park Hotel in Burton-upon-Trent, I tweeted out a photo of a rising mushroom cloud with the witty caption, sneak preview of the events at the Birmingham NEC later today. Yeah, there's a reason I'm a journalist and not a comedian. I was, of course, alluding to the extraordinary general meeting of the National Federation of Demolition Contractors that's been the talk of the industry for the past few weeks and which took place at the NEC yesterday. This morning, I've spent about 20 minutes trying to find a similarly amusing photo whilst trying to convince Google that I'm looking for images that portray a damp squib and not a damp squid. Because where many predicted a verbal bloodbath that might bring about the end of Paul Brown's presidency or the mass resignation of those seemingly trying to oust him, the event apparently ended largely on a note of compromise. I say seemingly because I wasn't there. My invitation apparently got lost in the post. See, I told you I wasn't a comedian. Neither the get the president out nor the more power to the regions factions emerged victorious. And while the regions and members that gave Paul Brown a vote of confidence and demanded that he stay in post would have been pleased to see their wishes granted, the outcome of the meeting appears to have been at best a stalemate and at worst a ceasefire, a temporary cessation of hostilities. Demolition News Radio, the independent voice of the global demolition industry. Those temporary and fragile ceasefires that are set in place in various parts of the Middle East from time to time do not address the underlying and fundamental differences between the separate factions. The cessation of hostilities agreed at the NFDC's EGM yesterday appears equally fragile. Those that wanted Paul Brown removed as president on Monday still want him removed today. Those that wanted the Federation's executive committee to hand back power to the regions still want regional devolution today. The only thing that's changed, at least as far as I can see, is that the Federation can now concentrate on its forthcoming annual general meeting with everyone speaking to each other. For now, at least. The Executive Committee reportedly admitted that it had made mistakes in the past and promised greater levels of accountability and transparency in the future. As well it might. But will that be enough to stop Scottish members jumping ship and throwing their collective weight behind a newly formed rival organisation north of the border? Will that be enough to quell the disquiet in the Midlands region, the most vocal critic of what it sees as the London-centric control over the Federation's destiny? And will that be enough to reunite the five regions behind the incumbent president? Only time will tell. But based on the feedback that I received before, during and after the EGM, my guess is that this is not over. Demolition News Radio, putting your finger on the pulse of the industry. I've been told by several people that were at yesterday's meeting that Demolition News was actually mentioned in dispatches. Apparently, members were urged not to engage with Demolition News, nor disclose the points discussed during the meeting itself. I received text messages to that effect while the meeting was still going on. I received a number of phone calls containing the same details while I was driving home last night, The phone calls to tell me that Demolition News is on some misplaced and misguided media blacklist finally stopped at just before midnight last night, and they've started again this morning. 
You see, as I've said countless times before, there is no such thing as airtight when it comes to the news. Trust me, if the President of the United States can't keep a lid on a story about an alleged affair with a porn star, then a relatively tiny trade association has got no chance. And here's the rub, and that's not a reference to Stormy Daniels. You see, I'm not funny. The demolition industry is in the midst of a widening skill shortage. Post Didcot, the industry is under greater scrutiny than ever before. The NFTC has already seen one of its five regions shuffling collectively towards the exit, and at least two others showing their displeasure with the current system. Yesterday's EGM could so easily have resulted in a mass rebellion and defection, and yet they gave over a part of that meeting to discuss what members can and cannot say to an unfunny journalist. That suggests to me that the promise of transparency was just that, a promise. It further suggests to me that even if it made it through the EGM largely unscathed, the individuals controlling the Federation still have their priorities all wrong. I'm now going to check the post to see if my invitation to the Federation's annual general meeting has arrived. See? Not funny. Thanks for listening. Demolition News Radio. Dedicated to demolition.